0: Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal.
1: Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away.
2: It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Berzolini, and Colin McLaughlin.
3: Welcome into this Friday, January 20th, 2023 edition of the Sports Mix brought to you in part on... Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. We're produced on TV 10 by uh, Gerald Wright, our intern. Um, we're going to go through this segment rather quickly because we got a special guest coming on the show at 12.15. Uh, we'll be talking to former Shepherd offensive tackle Joey Fisher, who's down in Florida uh, getting some NFL draft prep, and then he'll go over to go to the West Coast. He'll go to Los Angeles, I believe, this coming weekend to get ready for the NFL PA Bowl, which is next Saturday, I believe. That takes place at. Why am I blanking on the stadium? So far, no. Bowl Rose Bowl. The yes, Rose Bowl. I believe it takes. How
4: are you blanking on the granddaddy of them at all? Man? I
3: don't know. I just was blanking there. My apologies, but I believe that's where the NFL PA Bowl takes place. Uh, we'll talk to him about that here at twelve fifteen. Uh, but we'll get right into it right now, uh, talking uh, high school girls basketball that was on that was in the area last night. Musselman knocked off Martinsburg thirty six to twenty eight. The Lady Applemen are now three and seven and two and two in the pack, while the Bulldogs improved or fell to four and seven and three and two in the conference and. Uh, wasn't really expecting that, but uh, Musselman gets into the win action there. They're now two and two, they put themselves in the latter half of the league.
5: Yeah, I mean, there's that you know good kind of mix of teams behind Spring Mills where we're seeing that really between Jefferson, Washington, Martinsburg, and Musselman, anybody can beat anybody in that group. So I'm not super surprised that Musselman pulled off that win. Uh, they've proven to be a tough team, they've proven to you know, play pretty good defense, so they held Martinsburg in check and and pulled off a big win for the Applemen and they're right in the conversation as a team that could make it out of the EPAC and make it to the state tournament depending on the matchups they get come uh, sectional time and regional time. So, uh, you know, there's a good group of teams there.
3: Yeah, and uh, Colin, any take on this real fast?
5: It's a good win for
4: Musselman. Another low-scoring affair for Martinsburg this week. So I think over the weekend uh, the Lady Bulldogs probably will be focusing a lot on the offensive end potentially to try to fix what's going on.
3: Yeah, the other game last night in Girls' Hoops. Spring Mills beat Hedgesville 71-23 as the Lady Cardinals. Now 9-0 on the season, 4-0 in the EPAC with uh, what, one game? Two games remaining, right? Two more games, two more EPAC matches remaining. No, I don't know. I'm trying to, they get two t- per team. No, they have six left. Am I right? Am I right in that? Or am they got I just like a whole
5: them? month for the season? That's true. Yeah, that's why. Uh, I was Like, what do you
3: mean? The Lady Eagles fell to one and twelve and zero and four in the conference. Obviously, Spring Mills getting the win there as expected.
5: Yeah, I mean this Cardinals team has been pretty much unbeatable in the EPAC. Hedgesville has really struggled this year, um, so not a surprise there that spring mills gets the win and wins big over that young hedgesville team that's you know getting better i think but uh you know obviously a huge challenge for them
3: it'll be a huge challenge throughout the rest of the year for the eagles but uh, hopefully they can notch another win uh we'll talk about the action tonight on tv 10 talk radio wrnr and wrnr tv on youtube Martinsburg travels to Musselman. Pre-game coverage set for 7 p.m. Tip-off at 7.30. After this one, the Bulldogs going to have to turn around quickly no matter the result, as it'll be a tough game tomorrow against Morgantown, uh, which you'll hear right here on Talk Radio WRNR. Watch on TV 10 and WRNR TV on YouTube. Set for around 3, 3.30 p.m. Uh, but that should be an interesting two games for the Bulldogs tonight.
5: And tomorrow. Uh for tonight's game you know it's i mean musselman ended martinsburg season now these are two completely different teams than they were a year ago but that's still definitely in the back of the minds of the martinsburg players and uh i think both these teams are trying to determine who will be kind of that fourth best team in the epac this year and then maybe if that team gets hot they pull off some upsets down the stretch but uh yeah, you know, I think it should be a pretty close game between these two teams. They're pretty even on paper. They're both young and inexperienced. We'll see how, you know, Matt Mahood kind of matches up with this Martinsburg team and it will kinda be a battle of him versus Avion Blackwood, but they won't be guarding each other necessarily, but um, you know, just in terms of like being the leading scorers on each team, so should be a fun matchup. I think it has a chance to be a close game tomorrow. is going to be very difficult, though, against that Morgantown team.
3: It will be difficult. The other matchup tonight in the EPAC, Spring Mills host Hedgesville. That's going to be a big one. Hedgesville's going to have to turn around after that one and host D.C. International tomorrow. Washington will travel to Greenbrier West tonight, then take on Greenbrier East tomorrow afternoon. Jefferson takes on St. James tomorrow, a good uh, private school program out of Maryland. Uh, but there, the Another big matchup in the EPAC tonight, Spring Mills-Hedgesville. Guys, quickly, your thoughts?
4: Wish we could cover uh, both games tonight, but won't be able to be at that one. It should be a great atmosphere, I expect, and arguably it's the uh, top two teams in the EPAC going at each other trying to fight for that one seed.
5: Nick? Yeah, I think it will tell us a lot about how good Hedgesville is and how good Spring Mills is. This is the first big test for the Cardinals, so... We'll see how they do it. They got the win over Martinsburg earlier. Can they... You to knock off a team like Hedgesville.
3: All right. Well we'll talk all that Monday to recap all of it, but that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online, then deliver to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more on the other side of this break. We'll talk with former Shepherd Offensive Tackle, NFL Hopeful. We'll participate in the NFL PA Bowl next week. That's Joey Fisher. After this two-minute break, you're tune in the sports mix it's on talk Radio WRNR and R and TV 10.
6: When you're looking for the perfect gift, look no further than L.A. Roberts Jewelers at 146 North Queen Street in downtown Martinsburg. Choose from a huge selection of unique items from the finest diamonds that make your eyes sparkle to exquisite timepieces, figurines, and collectibles. Buying from L.A. Roberts Jewelers means that you've made the decision to do business with people who've excelled in the industry for more than 100 years. They'll be here tomorrow when you need them, and if you need your jewelry or your watch repaired, they'll do that too. L.A. Roberts in downtown Martinsburg, old world jewelers for a new age.
3: Welcome back into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin Hay and Althea were produced on the TV 10 side by our intern Gerald Wright. And uh, we're now joined on the phone by former Shepard offensive tackle Joey Fisher down in Florida getting ready, uh, hopefully, to be drafted or go to a team in the NFL. And uh, Joey, how you doing today?
0: Good, good. How are you guys?
3: We're doing good up here. What's the uh, last, uh, mic as you take your uh, travels all the way down to Florida to prepare for the NFL draft?
0: Yeah, um, you know, it's been crazy exciting. Uh, you know, to be able to pick up and come down to Florida, uh, definitely a big weather change, uh, you know, back from Maryland to that West Virginia area uh, to here. But, I mean, it's been great, man, to be able to come in every day and, you know, do what I love the most. And, you know, that's working around football, being able to work out, Um, You know, just get that professional type of training. uh, It's definitely going to be a big help coming in, uh, you know, to the later months of the Pro Day Combine, uh, these bowl games.
5: Joey, what have been some things that you've uh, been working on down in Florida?
0: Um, You know, the training here is, 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 uh, you know, extremely professional. Uh, We're really technique-based. You know, that goes from working on the, uh, you know, three-tone drill, L-drill, bench press, um, you know, the 40 stances kind of getting, you know, ironing out everything, getting everything down to a teeth where, um, you know, when, it, when, it, when it's your time to get called upon, uh, you know, you're ready to get, uh, you know, get the work and, and, and fine print everything out.
4: Joey Colin here. Congratulations. Uh, this is our first time talking to you since you announced that you wanted to enter your name into the NFL draft. So just uh, talk to us about what led you to the decision to pursue your dreams in football.
0: Um, you know like I said, ever since you know I was a kid, I've had this dream and, and goal and being able to you know get through the steps of you know high school college and and end up at that next level um you know which isn't too far away um you know Shepard has gave me everything I needed all the tools and uh, you know helped me build my platform to where I'm at today um so to be able to come out, you know um I had a couple of talks from agents during the you know the, the past summer um before the camp, so I had a couple of agent talks um of course. Uh, you know, the, the head trainer down here at X3 Performance in Fort Myers, Florida, Jordan. Uh, we've been talking since April, kind of developing our relationship and, um, you know, just stuff like that. And to be able to, you know, get these talks from these scouts and, and hear, you know, you know your name ringing in the NFL and, um, you know, hearing, hearing and seeing these guys come throughout camp and, uh, you know, coming to the games and practice and being able to be, uh, you know, that guy they're scouting and, and hearing, you know, there's a possibility you could be at the next level. Um, you know, it was everything I wanted and more. So I thought it was time for me to make that jump forward and um, you know pursue my dreams. Ever since I had the kid, uh, so far it's looking pretty good.
3: And Joey, we found out middle, a little early into the season that you were going to be selected to the Hula Bowl, and then later got selected to the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. Did you? You didn't play in the Hula Bowl, did you?
0: No, no, no. Uh, we thought it was just in, you know in my best interest to be able to play um, in this NFL PA Bowl compared to the Hula Bowl.
3: And what have kind of the preparations for that been? I know it's a week away from tomorrow, I believe. Uh, Do you head out to L.A. soon? And uh, what's kind of the preparation been uh, before you get there? And then what do you know about next week?
0: Yeah, so, um, you know, we end up leaving this Sunday, the 22nd. I think we fly out of uh, Fort Myers around 7 a.m. You know, the the weeks prior, we've been having a great O-line coach, Eugene Chung. Um, You know, he's played in the NFL before. Coach. You know, one of the best offensive lines from the Chiefs to the Eagles, actually winning the Super Bowl with the Eagles. Um, So to be able to have a mentor like that and a coach like that with that type of experience that's, you know, not just been a player but also a coach and been a successful one at that, um, you know, being able to take what he calls the golden nuggets. You know, he's kind of diving in deep through not just, you know, techniques and and footwork, stuff like that, but diving in, you know, to the big board, being able to write up defenses, um, you know, write up blocking schemes, being able to identify uh, defense. And it's kind of like, you know, I mean, like I said, the little golden nuggets he's been kind of uh, been able to give to us. So, so far, it's been great. Like I said, we've been working through, you know, technical standpoints and, and being able to, um, you know, technique our, our form in the 40, the benches and, and all that athletic stuff. And then same thing with, um, you know, just interview preps, um, you know, like I said, getting on the board and being able to draw up offenses, defenses, kind of know what the calls are at the next level and stuff like that. So um, over these last couple of weeks, you know, it's kind of been leading up to this point to where they're kind of give us Give us the most information possible we need, and, and put us up, you know, our, in our best spot physically to be able to come out and perform with, um, you know, this game the twenty eighth.
7: Hey Joey, it's uh Gerald here. I just wanted to ask. I heard you say we are you training with uh Ronnie Brown or any other of the Shepherd Rams?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Ronnie Brown actually signed to my agent. Um, you know, it signed within my agency, Jason Bernstein, uh, the president of Clarity Sports. Um, he signed, and he ended up coming down here to train at the same facility as me. Um, along with Tyson, uh, you know, he's down here as well working with us. So it's almost like being back at Shepard on, on a normal spring spring practice or, you know, I mean, that spring uh, spring workout. So it's great to have the guys here. It makes you feel more at home, and we can kind of bounce off each other. And, um, you know, like I said, it's, it's great to have the guys here.
3: Gerald, do you want to ask follow-up?
7: Oh, um, I have another question. I know you love lifting, and I know you love football. So who inspired you to start playing football and start lifting?
0: Yeah, so um, you know, coming out growing up from the football aspect, um, you know, my dad played baseball, my mom played softball, so there was really no big football influence, uh, you know, within my family besides, you know, like I said, my my, uh, my mom's side watching uh which the Redskins which are now the commanders and kinda have a little bit of that background. But uh, you know, growing up and my dad being from Baltimore be you know, me being originally from PG County and just you know, kind of seeing the sport, you know, like I said, watching Ray Lewis and, and those guys on defense, dominate, and kind of falling in love with Baltimore and uh, become a big-time Ravens fan. So I kind of got into it just by watching it. Um, and, of course, ever since then, you know, my brother's been playing it. My whole family's kind of been a giant influence um, now as it goes along. And being a part of our lives, what it is, you know, is almost an everyday thing. Um, and lifting, um, phew, I don't know, it all started kind of um, – I don't know, <laughs> it kind of just started happening throughout high school. And, um, you know, around like my 11th grade year, I actually had um, shoulder surgery uh, I tore my labrum uh, in my shoulder. And then I actually, you know, during through that rehab process, I kind of fell in love with, you know, seeing myself get stronger, um, you know, seeing my body different and, um, you know, being able to progress through that way. And then I kind of fell in love with the um, strongman sport. So I uh, mean, one of the guys I look up to is Half-Bord and um, you know, I think he's on the Game of Thrones. Everybody calls him the mountain. He's a professional, stra- uh, professional uh, a strong man. Uh, so I watch him, and, and, you know, like during COVID and stuff like that, I would watch him on YouTube, watch him compete at the uh, meets and uh, kind of just inspire me. And, then of course, another big, uh, you know, motivator to my lifting is Ronnie Coleman. You know, he's he has fun with it. Um, and, like I say, well, he's one of the greats. So it's great to have these type of guys, um, you know, to kind of look up to.
5: And Joey, uh, you mentioned training with your former teammates uh, in Tyson and Ronnie, and Ronnie and you are both going to be in the uh, NFLPA Bowl. So, I guess what's it like to see Shepard getting so much recognition for this year's draft, and also uh, getting to play with Ronnie uh, in one more game?
0: Oh, it's definitely going to be great. Uh, I know me and his chemistry is is definitely uh, you know one of the, one of the top ones I've ever had. So to be able to have that kind of guy that's, electric in the backfield and uh, you know, us being be able to play this in the same bowl game, let alone on the same team. So uh I hope we have some flashbacks there in the game of uh like I said, the old Shepherd days where, you know, I can block for him and he can run behind me and score them touchdowns. So I'm definitely excited to have him, uh like I said, be able to travel with me and and, and play with me in that bowl game. Um and like I said, just having everybody here, man, it's it's almost like being back in West Virginia. Um like I said, it's everybody's close and, you know, you don't understand how much you build a relationship with these guys where it's like family. And it also goes beyond, you know, not just a sport, but being able to talk into, you know, each other's lives every day and kind of keep up on each other. And, um, you know, I feel like with me, Tyson, and Ronnie being able to come out, um, you know, here and train and also B-Walk, you know, and Kyle Smith to have their names be brought up within the NFL's process um, is definitely huge. Um, I'm hoping that we can make, you know, the community proud, the school proud and uh, continue to live on our dreams.
5: Getting to play in the uh, Rose Bowl as well, you know, one of the most historic stadiums in the history of football. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely exciting. I know there's a lot of history within that stadium. And, you know, just to be able to to just go there, you know, it's one thing to go there, but then be able to go there and step on the field, practice on the field, and, um, you know, play a televised game on that field is going to be a special moment, uh, you know, in all of our lives, me and Ronnie.
4: Joey, I remember, even though you didn't play in the Hula Bowl, they were debating on, uh, Having you switch positions there on the offensive line, is the uh, PA bowl thinking about doing the same thing? Or are you staying at the same spot?
0: Um, yeah. So as I've had talks with um, you know NFL scouts and uh, you know the, the bowl game directors, um, we've kind of decided that I would be playing. I guess all the positions, um, you know, from left to right, left, to right tackle, guard, and center. Um, so that's something too I've been kind of developing since I've been down here um you know taking snaps snapping the ball um you know doing some some nice field work out of the guards position um of course you know getting reps to tackle as well and just being able to feel uh, you know kind of like the whole vibe on on each position and get the technique down
4: quick follow-up have you uh told him that you're pretty good on the hands team as well
0: <laughs> no i haven't i haven't been able to say that i know i've done some uh I know I filled out the paperwork for these guys, uh, like I said, at the next level. I filled out a couple um, questionnaires and draft profile things for the guys at the next level. And, uh, you know, I did did throw in their special teams, but uh, I didn't get too uh, specific on the hands team part.
3: (laughs) All right, Joey, thanks for the time. I know you got to get to a workout, and we hope to catch up with you later down the road.
0: Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys for having me on.
3: All right, that was Joey Fisher, former offensive tackle for the Shepard Rams and uh, pursuing his NFL draft dreams down in Florida, training with teammates. We'll head out to Los Angeles for the NFL PA Bowl on Sunday with Rams teammate Ronnie Brown. That'll be exciting and uh, second player headed to the draft hopeful that we caught up with. And uh, maybe we've got another trick up our sleeve catch up with somebody say, before the specific senior bowl maybe
4: uh, there's five guys that have declared from Shepard, so yeah. two down three to go right
3: yeah we're working on the works there but uh obviously him coming on is pretty cool i know when i was talking to him he was trying to figure out his schedule for the day and uh, he's like i can't do can't do too far after 12:30 i got to lift so That's awesome. Got to make sure he got to that lift, but uh, thanks to Joey Fisher for hopping on talking to us about hopefully getting drafted and what the uh, experience down there has been like and headed into the NFL PA Bowl next week. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just a supply store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding outdoor living in his family-owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson. We go to Orsini's.com for more other side of this break, we'll talk NFL Divisional round of the playoffs. That begins tomorrow. Talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuning in to Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes.
6: Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com.
4: When kids are small, we tend to spend most of our time saying no instead of yes. As our parents and grandparents age, we sometimes say no to visits instead of yes. Life can be overwhelming and sometimes it's nice to say yes to making memories and starting a future by playing the West Virginia Lottery. You're saying yes to tomorrow's leaders and today's seniors and furthering the beauty of the Mountain State. When you play, you say yes to West Virginia.
3: Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Rated WRNR and TV 10. If you missed that interview with Joey Fisher, you can catch it on the podcast later today around 1.30, wherever you get your podcast. if you look up the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick or on YouTube later on this afternoon on WRNR TV on YouTube. All of our interviews from the Sports Mix will be archived there along with all the Eastern Panhandle Talk interviews and uh, other news we decide to break. <laughs> and break the whole internet yesterday, the whole Berkeley County internet situation yesterday that went on. But uh, let's move on to the NFL here. Uh, It's divisional weekend across the National Football League in the playoffs. And, you know, what that means, two doubleheaders. We're coming down to the final eight teams. It's the Elite Eight in the NFL.
4: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, starting – Tomorrow afternoon, so right after Morgantown-Martinsburg, get to enjoy some football.
3: Yeah, uh, probably during it at this point. We'll see. Uh, But let's start first talking about the first game of the NFL Divisional Round. That'll be tomorrow at 4.30 Eastern on NBC. Unfortunately, we won't have the game for you as we'll be getting ready for WVU basketball on these airwaves and then still having the Martinsburg Morgantown game. But uh, this is the Jaguars visiting the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored in this one by nine. That is the largest line in this game or in this uh, divisional weekend.
4: I'm trying to think if I disagree with it. I, I know it's the divisional round, it's playoff football, so you expect close games and when we said games even last week were going to be blowouts it turned out not to be blowouts every game except for one was pretty competitive last week and I still think that the Chiefs could get it done and I I'm leaning more towards the fact that they could win by more than nine points I I like the Chiefs the Jags though have been hot even though they did struggle a little bit but I think the Chiefs get it done, and it won't be a blown lead like we saw last time around with the Jags involved in the game. It's the first time I think that Lawrence is going to lose on a Saturday.
5: Could be uh, when these two teams could be could. I'm, I'm, I'm giving my breakdown, then I'll let you know if I think it will be. All right. Uh, the Chiefs and the Jags—they lost. The Jags lost by ten last time they played, twenty-seven seventeen. Mahomes had four touchdowns in the game so you know that probably leans toward that line a little bit but Kansas City has also had some disappointing performances this year they went overtime at the Texans they kind of barely slipped by the Broncos a few weeks ago so uh, actually both times they played the Broncos it was very close so that gives Jacksonville I think a little bit of hope in this game but I think it's the playoffs Arrowhead Stadium the Chiefs are the one seed Patty Mahomes you can't pick against them. Give me Kansas City. But it will be a close game, I think. Did
4: you pick? Yeah, I said Chiefs. Okay. And I still think that they can cover. How about you, Gerald?
7: Yeah, Gerald. I'm going with the Jet No, I'm just playing. I'm going with the Chiefs, man. Obvious answer. I thought
3: you were gonna say Jets, so I was like, That's what, Jets what I was Jets are, I heard no, like J- Jets. No, no, no.
7: <laughs> I heard Jet I think it's gonna be a decent game though, but I'm definitely going with the Chiefs for sure. Any reasoning? It's Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs like that's like white on rice. Come on.
3: All right. Uh, I think we're just a consensus pick here that we are all going with the Chiefs. Uh, they're favored by nine in this one. Uh, I do think with the over under set at fifty two and a half, I think you take the
7: over.
4: Yeah, I, I think so too. I think uh, this has a lot of implica- implications. Excuse me for a high scoring game. I like both sides' offenses more than their defenses, which either team that comes out of that could be an issue. Later down the road.
3: Yeah, I would agree with that as well. We'll move on to the eight fifteen game on Fox, or you can tune into it on Talk Rated WRNR 106.5 FMAM 740 after the conclusion of the Mountaineers game. Right as kickoff begins, we'll join the game from Westwood 1 at 8 15. The Giants at the Eagles. This is the second largest line of the weekend. Philly favored by 7.5. Colin?
4: It's a big rivalry game. It's the third time that these teams will meet because of that being a division game in the divisional round. The Giants looked pretty good last week against the Vikings, and will Hurts be fully healthy for the Eagles, I think, is the question. If he is, the, the Eagles should easily route the Giants like they did the last time when Hertz was fully healthy. It was, I think, a 48-22 blowout win for Philly but when he wasn't healthy the Giants were able to keep it competitive still I believe lost to Philadelphia I mean
5: but that game doesn't really count because the Giants weren't playing any of their starters and Jalen Hurts was playing so I don't know but Uh, was
4: he fully healthy is the real question he was out there so I don't know
5: how healthy he was but it it was a weird game i I, wouldn't even really count
4: i'm gonna say it's close i I think i'm gonna have to go though since philly's at home i'll say philly by five
5: yeah i think it's a tough game for to imagine the giants winning because it kind of felt like their peak was maybe one win in the postseason but they definitely impressed last week daniel jones looked uh phenomenal in that game but i think that the eagles are the better team overall uh, it is a rivalry, so I think it's a close game. Um, but I think the Eagles do win uh, a close game. It's hard to imagine the Giants going all the way to the championship, but they've done this before, but that was kind of a different era of Giants football, and it yeah. was a different era of the NFL. So,
7: yeah. Terrell? Um, like Colin said, if Jalen Hurts isn't 100%, then the Eagles definitely loses, lose this game. I'm going to go ahead and go on with the Giants. Wow, I like uh, the Giants on that.
3: I think the Giant, uh, I think the Eagles are going to win this game handily. They're at home. It's at Lincoln Financial in front of their own crowd. Uh, Saturday night under the lights, all the showing for a healthy Jalen Hurts to hit AJ Brown quite a few times for or at least once for a touchdown. I, I think that it's going to be an Eagles, uh, but I do think the Giants will cover in this one. And uh, we'll move on to Sunday, which you can tune into both of these on Talk Radio WR and R106.5 FM AM 740. double header action from Westwood 1 in the NFL playoffs, 3 p.m. If you want to watch it, it'll be on CBS. The Bengals travel to take on the Bills in a game that is going to happen. This time in New York at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park. Buffalo favored by 5.5 in this one. The over-under set at 49. Colin Goh.
4: I'm picking the Bengals. I, I still like the way they're playing, even though last week offensively they looked off against the Ravens, but Ravens' defense is a really good defense, and if things maybe had Lamar Jackson, it'd be the Ravens in this question, but I feel like after that game, the offense and for the Bengals with Burrow, Chase, Mixon, and Higgins and company wakes up and beats the Bills. On the road, it's going to be tough, and I know everybody else around here is probably thinking I'm crazy, but I think the Bengals get it done.
5: Well, I don't think you're crazy, Colin. Buffalo hasn't really played uh, its best football as of late, and, and Josh Allen's turning the ball over too much. Um, but with that being said, I can't pick the Cincinnati Bengals two weeks in a row because I just despise them. So <laughs> I refuse to pick the Bengals. I will take the Bills. Um, but not with a ton of confidence because Buffalo barely slipped by a, a bad Miami team. Of, well, not a bad team, but a team of no quarterback at all in Skylar Thompson. I know Angles barely slipped by the Ravens, but I thought that one's a little bit different. I'd take Mick or
4: why do I almost say Mick Swirly? <laughs> I'm a few years back now for Baltimore, but yeah, I'd take Huntley over Thompson.
5: Yeah, I think so. I mean, he has more experience than Skylar Thompson at the very least, but Um, You know, Either way, they kind of got lucky in that game, but I think the Bills did too. So it's like neither team really played their best football last week, but I think Buffalo being at home and the fact that I just don't like the Bengals, I'm going to pick the the Bills and hope that they win. But I think it's a close game. Could go either way.
7: Gerald? I definitely agree. I think it'll be a a close game. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Bills, though. I got the Bills winning it all, winning the Super Bowl. That's just me, though.
3: All right, uh, I am going to go with the Bills in this one. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's like three-point, a field goal game comes down to the end of the ball game. Uh, but I think the Bills move on, and they overcome kind of their insecurities, I guess you'd, you'd call insecurities? them. Insecurities? Yeah, insecurities with the ball. Do we okay. see overtime? I don't think we see overtime. I do think it comes down to a field goal at the very end of the game. Okay. All right, the final game of Divisional Weekend, uh, 6.30 on Fox and right here on Talker to WRNR. uh, Cowboys at 49ers. 49ers are favored by four in this one, which this is the lowest line of the weekend. So it'll be at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California. Colin.
4: Even though Dak and Dallas looked really good last week against Tampa Bay, I'll, I'll give them credit, even though I absolutely hate Dallas this time around against the 49ers who I think are the best team in the NFC and probably will make it to the Super Bowl because of their defense. That means Dallas is playing a real defense this week. I, I like the offense and the 49ers as well. I think Purdy's going to continue his undefeated streak, and the 49ers will win by a touchdown.
5: Yeah, this is a tough game, I think, to pick just because the question, I think, remains, do you trust Brock Purdy? to keep this going but like i've said before i think that this 49ers offense is built around you know is built so well not only with the players around brock purdy but the scheme itself that it makes it pretty easy for quarterbacks to have success even though i think purdy does have some issues in his game even though he's played well obviously for seventh round pick so i'm going to go with the 49ers i think the cowboys uh have some issues i don't i don't expect dak to come out and play you know how he did on monday night against this defense so i'll go with the 49ers but i do think it's kind of a toss-up game uh and it's a fun matchup too i mean cowboys niners that's like classic nfc rivalry in the playoffs type of game but i'll go with the niners gerald so i guess i picked all the favorites this week i don't know how i feel about that
7: this is going to be a great game to watch. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick the 49ers because I believe their defense is going to be too much for the Cowboys' offense.
3: All right. I think it's a consensus pick here. I'm picking the 49ers, not because I despise the Cowboys, but because I think the Cowboys are just too inconsistent. I mean, yeah. you lose to the Commanders, then you go out and beat a Bucks team that you definitely should have beaten, but you should have also beaten the Commanders, and this is a team that the Cowboys shouldn't beat in the 49ers, they just have a really good defense. Also, Dallas 4-4 four and four on the road this season. Ooh. While the 49ers 8-1 and one at home.
5: I think he leads the league in interceptions, but I could be a little bit off on that. I know he has 15, which is pretty high. So, I mm-hmm. mean, when you're going up against a defense like San Francisco and you uh, have struggled to take care of the football like Prescott has, I think that definitely favors the Niners. Yeah, so uh, we'll
3: go through. So I'm picking the 49ers, if that didn't go through. So I'll recap my picks. It'll be the Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, and 49ers. Colin, you picked?
4: Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals,
5: 49ers. All right, Nick, you picked? I picked the same as you, Spencer.
7: All right, Gerald, you picked? Uh, Chiefs, Giants, uh, who else was it? Um, Bengals? No, you yeah, picked no, the, Bills. the Bills. and the 49ers. Yeah, boom. All right. I did tie for the lead in interceptions yeah. with yeah.
3: Davis Mills. Alright, well, <laughs> we've also got some news Something for some in Texas. We've got some news yeah. for it's some first-round exit teams. Uh, the Dolphins, they found a scapegoat. They've fired defensive coordinator Josh Boyer after three seasons in the role. Uh, the Buccaneers, they've officially fired offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. And the Ravens, Greg Roman, resigns. Resigns. Amid declining offenses declining results. Uh, Nick
5: He did have one more year left on his contract. Yeah, there was some people were saying it was it was unclear, but apparently it was just one more year left. But uh, I think this had to happen. I I like how the Ravens handled it. Uh, Greg Roman, like, let's not forget, he did have an historic run with the Ravens offense and uh, when MVP when Lamar won MVP. So give him his credit, but I think his time just was done in Baltimore, Um, and I'm hopeful that. You know Lamar Jackson. It seems to be positive news here. You know he's going to be involved in the decision for the offensive coordinator. So you know we'll see where they go. I'm thinking maybe Frank Reich could be really good mm-hmm. uh, as as a choice. But you know we'll just have to wait and see and see how they go with that. But uh, I think overall is, is it seems like a lot of positives coming out from that press conference yesterday that the Ravens held in terms of Lamar Jackson's future in Baltimore. And in terms of the fact that they are taking the step with moving on from Greg Roman and we'll see where they go to replace him, uh, just seemed like to me that his his once you know really successful offense just wasn't figuring it out anymore and we'll see how the Ravens approach this offseason.
3: Yes, that we will. Uh, right now what we'll do is we'll step aside for our final break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Ken Parsons Ford, and Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more on the other side of this break. We'll talk uh, John Waugh. I told you guys yesterday, Got had some homework for you to do. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Wizards game tonight, or excuse me, yeah, the Wizards game tonight and the Capitals game that happened last night after this two-minute break. You're to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Go! Looking to buy a home in the Eastern Panhandle? Thinking about making that big move but don't know where to start? Then call Chris Ross in the Milestone Real Estate Group. Chris is a Martinsburg High School graduate and knows the local market, and he's proven it for the past 15 years at Milestone Real Estate Group. Looking to sell or buy a home? Phone 304-579-7349. That's 304-579-7349. Or go to callchrisross.com. Making milestones
6: is our business.
2: panhandle printing and design is your full service local print shop
6: with over 50 years
1: of combined experience we know how to handle all of your printing and design needs we
2: can handle anything from small business cards to wrapping large vehicles our in-house design team can do it all as a staple of this community we love helping people promote their events businesses and anything they're passionate about envision create and bring your ideas to life with panhandle printing and design now back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR one hundred six point five FM AM seven forty and TV ten.
3: Welcome back to the merriest group. <laughs> Welcome back to the sports mix brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? The, the the TV side just screwed me up here. Welcome back to the Sports Mix. Are you blaming Gerald? <laughs> you no, blaming me? no, just the t- I'm all I'm all like five seconds ahead of myself here. Welcome back to, to, the to the Sports weekend. Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV Ten. This segment brought to you in part by the Mary's Group of Mayor Prize Financial Advisors. John Everson and Phil McCoy call America Prize Financial Services at 304-263-4343. Stop by their offices, 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you on the Sports Mix, which is produced on the TV 10s. <laughs> what are you doing over there?
4: He's showing everybody, so we're getting ready for this segment. You're
3: produced on I don't the want TV to talk, John. Side,
4: I want to talk WVU.
3: Produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright, former shepherd rams football player uh but i did give you guys some homework and that was to listen to this john wall podcast a lot was said in there
4: a lot of bad words were said in there
3: yeah that's why i can't play any of the audio ah, it's
4: got a potty mouth it's what i learned
3: yeah so the real reason he was traded from the wizards was why because he threw up gang signs in a photo in his birthday in new york I
4: didn't
5: hear They that needed part. that as an excuse.
3: No, that was that was why they traded him. I think they, they traded they, him because he was injured
5: yeah. all the time and they could get they a guy like Russell Westbrook that ends up leading them to the playoffs. I think it was a pretty good trade for Washington at the time and I mean, I love John Wall for what he was able to do in DC and he was my favorite player, you know, for a long time, but I don't necessarily believe it had anything to do with him taking photos on his birthday with gain signs. I don't know. I mean
3: I mean Ted Leonsis didn't want to be associated with that.
5: I mean that's understandable, right? Yeah. It's his hide.
7: I feel like it gave them a reason. Exactly. It was an excuse.
5: But I think they were gonna trade him either way. I mean this was a guy that was out for like two years.
7: Maybe so, I don't know.
5: I don't I don't see any reason for them to have kept John Wall in the squad at that time.
3: I don't know, he also uh, made an, a very interesting assertion about the 2017
5: Wizards team. Did you guys see this? I don't think I heard that part of it.
3: Call, Nick, did you even listen to
5: it? I listened to a clip.
3: One clip. Yeah. I gave you guys homework and you didn't even do your homework.
5: I mean, I don't care about John Wall. I, I've never cared about John Wall. I mean, I did part of my right. homework because I didn't listen to it, but I didn't listen to the whole podcast because you only said to listen about his trade.
3: It's true. Yeah, but then he kind of I meant like the Wizards stuff is what I meant.
5: Yeah, well, what was the other part? Uh so he said
3: the uh, he said uh the Wizards would have beat the blank out of LeBron and Cleveland in 20 in the 20 to 17 playoffs. Okay. <laughs> no. Which is a How very interesting
5: assertion. Why why did you think that?
3: Because he said, uh, he conceded that he, basically he said that uh, the Wizards had better players. He would take Martian Gortat over Tristan Thompson. Okay. Uh, Bradley Beal over J.R. Smith. Back then?
5: Yeah. I mean, you would, but. He called Kyrie Walsh. They don't have LeBron James. Yeah. (laughs) In his prime. Exactly.
3: They were also leaning, he said they were leaning on aging vets.
5: Okay, I mean, all of that is accurate,
3: but I mean, like... Although one thing he did say was he said the Wizards' Trevor Ariza would have matched up well with somebody. I feel like he's genuine. But Trevor Ariza at that point was, in fact, not on the Wizards' pockets. He, uh, he was on the team from 2012 to fo- 2014, didn't return to the, to the nation's capital until midway through the 18-19 campaign. So he didn't even say a lot of factual stuff in this. When did he bring this
4: out? When was this uploaded? Monday. Monday? I feel like he's just trying to get back in the limelight because he's been irrelevant for so long.
3: It's not his podcast. Still. He was asked to go on it for another former player. Yeah,
4: he probably asked that player, hey, can I come on to let some things off my chest? I don't
3: to think so, Colin. That's, get back. That's, that's dumb. Why do we care about John Wall anymore? It, it made news in the sports world. Why? Because he talked about leaving Washington. He talked about his time in Washington.
5: I mean, look, I respect what John Wall did for the team at the time. Um, he, he worked out, but he had his injuries at the end of his career in Washington. He hasn't been the same player since then. The Wizards got a all-star point guard that led them to the playoffs for one season, and then they traded that player for you know young players with the Lakers and some Uh, in Kyle Kuzma so I think overall Washington got the best out of John Wall and they got the best out of Russell Westbrook and they've moved on and I mean I think also I heard that he was very happy with his reception when he returned to DC this year so uh, it's still a positive relationship I think just eventually you know players move on and if if John thinks that they had a chance to beat the Cavs, then why didn't they do it? I mean, they got eliminated, I think, in the second round that year. So,
3: Yeah, they lost in game seven.
5: Yeah, to the Hawks, I believe it was. Yeah,
3: to, to a team I believe they could have won three separate games in that one of the four they lost. Yeah. They so. had significant chances to win three of those four games.
5: Hilario Nene didn't box out Al Horford. I remember that very vividly. Nene,
3: Nene. Remember that guy. Marcin Gortat
5: and the polish hammer the
3: polish hammer uh all right uh collins sense really says he wants to talk about this but we did in fact talk about it on the show yesterday there's not much more to add here we talked about west virginia's win on wednesday night they're only their first win in the big 12 this season they've got a big game tomorrow against number seven texas 6 p.m at the coliseum excuse me 6 p.m at the coliseum uh We already talked, we already previewed it, so I don't really know what else you'd like to talk about, about previewing it that we previewed yesterday.
4: I'm leaning more towards the fact that I think they're going to win that I did yesterday. Feeling more confident today in the Mountaineers.
5: Why is that, Carl? Yeah, why?
4: I don't know. It, It just feels like a better vibe coming from around this team. I don't know if it's just because of the win that happened against TCU, or if it's just the fact that it's but texas
3: you even texted us during that that game. Oh, they're going to screw it up. They're going to give it away. Yeah, that's cuz so they why were
4: is that? a 2-point lead. But I don't know. I'm I'm just going to pick them to win and I think it's going to be a cover now. changing it.
3: Interesting. All right. You think they Wait, so you think West Virginia will win? Yes. That's an interesting assertion there, Colin. Do not I don't know. I haven't looked much into this matchup.
4: But we previewed it yesterday, you said.
3: Past that. I mean, I think they have, might have a little shot, but, I mean, it's it's Texas. Isn't it also a sold-out game?
4: Probably. It's against the seventh-ranked team. If it's uh, not sold out, it should be.
3: Yeah. All right, we've got about two minutes left here. The Capitals beat the Coyotes last night 4 nothing behind two Dylan Strom uh, goals. Here is goal one.
2: Capital setting up in the offensive zone and they score dylan strome on the tip of a shot from the right point by dimitri orlov 303 into the first it's one nothing washington
3: milano would score in the second to make it two nothing orlov would score in the second as well to make it three nothing and then in the third period Strom would score once again
2: And three seconds left in the penalty. Centering here is Boyd. Fanned on the shot. And now out of the zone. Kuznetsov As Strome's going to join the rush. Kuznetsov centering. Marcus Johansson shooting. And a save made rebound. Kuznetsov on a cross. And Strome scores. Dylan Strome. And listen to this crowd. Strome second of the
3: game. Caps would win it for nothing. A shout out in net for Darcy Kemper. Um Did you hear that crowd? It's a pretty loud Caps crowd. They it's were really in loud. Arizona at the college state at the college arena of 5000 fans. Uh but it was from what I understand it was 70% Capitals fans, 30% uh Arizona fans.
5: I want to get this topic in here on the show because I brought it up after the show yesterday. We have the Arizona Coyotes, the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Diamondbacks, but the Phoenix Suns.
3: Why it used to that? be the Phoenix Coyotes until a couple of years they ago. They were also the Phoenix Cardinals. Well, that's a topic for another day, Nick. I
5: don't know how to answer that. I just i am curious. I'm trying to think of other
4: cities like that.
5: The right. Patriots randomly being the New England Patriots. But they're also about the an hour and a half away in Foxborough. That's true. I mean... But the Washington Cardinals don't play in Washington Phoenix either.
3: Landover, yeah. Yeah. Should All right. Well, that changer. will do it for this changer. edition of the Sports Mix. If you missed our interview with Joey Fisher, tune into the podcast or on WRNR TV on YouTube to listen back to that uh, tonight. EPAC Hoops, Musselman at Martinsburg at seven seven thirty, and then tomorrow around three p.m. Martinsburg hosts Muscleman. and then on the radio you can tune into WVU later that night, and then NFL action after that, and on Sunday. But for Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer. Saying so long. We'll talk to you on Monday.
2: locally owned locally operated and proud to support our local community Talk Radio WRNR Martinsburg Spring Mills Harpers Ferry